some friends, awesome friends, reevaluated some relationships and learned a lot about myself. To be honest with you, I was not in a good place at all when I started this thing. I was in a lot of pain emotionally and I had to do something about it. I made a lot of friends who've been supportive of me, even through my quirks and mood swings, and I appreciate that more than I know how to express. Friends who've been supportive of the character, the rumors, and the legend of me that they thought I was without really even knowing who I really am. I started this thing 10 short installments ago to try to let you know who I am and to try to figure out how to fix the parts of myself that are broken. I don't know how well I'm doing with that part, but I do know you are learning a lot about who I am. In case you still don't know, my name is Bobby Anthem. I'm in search of my lost soul. I was never really sure where any of this was going, but I knew that in order to get there, I would have to reflect. Being that I forget so easily, I lose sight so easily, and this whole thing has been so profound for me. I thought maybe I should do some reflecting on this. Let's take stock of what we managed to collect so far. Looking back to my first session, which started in a time of wizards and dragons, I think I laid down a pretty firm foundation. I tried to give you a fairly clear picture of the basic elements that came together to make me, me. I talked a little bit about my sisters and my parents who I love beyond words. Things weren't always perfect, but we all had a lot of growing and learning to do. I talked about my weirdness, my awkwardness, my feelings of being alone, an alien among humans, never really being able to fit in even around my best friends. I talked a little bit about becoming something of a local celebrity and then losing that and at a very low point, discovering podcasts, finding my home. I got really emotional on that first one because like I said, I wasn't in a good place and I didn't really know where it was gonna take me. I honestly didn't think anybody would be able to relate. I thought maybe the most that I would get would be a few people making fun of me for opening up and making myself vulnerable. But what I got instead was an overwhelming amount of support from my friends. Most of them telling me that they relate to so much of what I was saying. I didn't know if I was going to continue um, after that first one, but my friends encouraged me to keep going. So I did. My second session came about after a conversation that I had with my friend Shaheen. He told me how humbled he was after hearing how much of an impact he had on my life just from podcasting. I talked about my time working in radio. I talked about Max Cole and how we never really know what impact we're gonna have on other people's lives who we might not even know. 
I went into what I felt after losing my eye, losing my job, becoming a father. Even though I knew exactly where I was going with that story, I didn't really know what effect it would have on me to tell it. I spent so much of my life hating myself and allowing myself to be convinced that there was nothing worthwhile about me. But that story, Max and several of my other friends reminded me that my life does have some value. And again, surprisingly, people were able to relate. Number three, this was one of my favorite ones to do for a few reasons. One reason was because it was pretty short and I'm honestly not really into talking for a long time. Also because it took a lot of the focus off of me telling stories about my life and the people in it, but I was still able to share with you something that has been a major factor in my adult life. My appreciation for David Primal and Keiko Matsui. Their music keeps me grounded. Sometimes it's the only thing keeping me from going all world breaker hulk on everything around me. I got to share with you something that I enjoy. Something that I would guess nobody would have ever thought I'd be into. I'm able to relate and connect with David Primal and Keiko Matsui in ways that on the surface wouldn't be apparent to most people. Just like how a lot of my friends and the people who've been reaching out to me have been able to relate and connect with me doing this. On the fourth day of Christmas, I went into the life and death of my time on Twitter. I went a little more in depth into being a father, feeling the need for some adult interaction, discovering social media and watching it devolve into a toxic pool of hate and misery. I don't miss Twitter at all. I think I somehow managed to end that one on a positive note. I don't really remember. I do know that number four was the first time that I reached out and asked you to talk to me. Responses that I got were positive and some of them were pretty surprising. I'd opened the door to more encouragement from people even outside my group of friends, really reinforcing that this thing that's happening here is important. The encouragement helped to carry me along to number five. The fifth session had me ask myself the question, what exactly am I looking for? Yeah, I say I'm looking for my lost soul, but what does that mean exactly? I searched the internet for the dictionary definition of the soul. For a little bit of fun, I checked Wikipedia and even looked to see what Urban Dictionary had to say about what a lost soul is. Honestly, I didn't go there looking for answers, but what I found was pretty interesting to me. And judging by some of the responses that I got, it was pretty interesting to at least a few other people as well. Number five was the first time I shared some of your thoughts and feelings. I played a message from my good friend, Papa Dave Sincere of the WNC Network. Dave is legitimately one of my very favorite people in the world to talk to. And the message that he left was real and very impactful to me. I can't tell you how much I appreciate and value Dave's friendship. Same with Klondike Bill, who also gave me words of encouragement on that one. Klondike has become one of my best friends, and I recognize how blessed I am for that. I also got a message from my friend Tyler Fudge of the Federation and Suplex City Limits. Tyler's become a loyal friend and supporter, and he opened up to us in a way that nobody had ever heard from him before. I went into number five thinking it was going to be fairly light, but it ended up being more emotional than I had thought. Number six, though, I knew that was going to be an emotional one. 
I mainly wanted to talk about eliminating meat from my life, but I had to start off talking about my dad. I'm glad I did that. My relationship with my dad was never super smooth, but telling so much of his story helped to give me a better perspective on what made my dad the man that he became and why he always treated me the way that he did. My dad and I came to eventually have a pretty good relationship, and we definitely have a lot of love and mutual respect for each other. Number six also brought messages from my friends, Sensible Sam of the Transcontinental Project, Jay Silver from the Smack It Down podcast, and Cheese Man of Wrestling's High Marks. They all reached out and opened up in ways that I found surprising and refreshing. They all let me know how this project has affected them and how they're able to relate and how they don't feel so alone. Sam and I were already close friends and we were, all, we were um, able to connect on an even deeper level after this. Cheese and I formed a, a friendship and along with G-Wiz and Mojo, I felt like this helped to bring us even closer. And as for Jay Silver, of course we were familiar with each other before. Um, we'd done business together, but I'm very happy to say that by being able to connect and relate here, Jay and I have become friends. It's funny how opening up and being genuine will make that happen, right? Number seven was a difficult one for me. It was one that I knew I had to do. I mentioned before that I was conditioned to believe that there was nothing worthwhile about me. Conditioned to accept that I was ugly and maybe I was, maybe I am, I don't know. Maybe I'm not, it doesn't matter. Person should just never be made to feel that way. I talked about my failures with the opposite sex, my lack of confidence, my low self-esteem and where that stemmed from. I talked about how I blew my chance to be with the one. Number seven was me and my whiniest. <laughs> I had to let it out. It was important for me to talk about. I was also blessed with a message from my good friend Luke Birch from the Transcontinental Project. Every correspondence I have with Luke is a good one, and this one was especially touching. Luke opened up and shared some things that he's been struggling with in his personal life, and I know how difficult it can be to do that, but I also know how helpful it can be, so I'm glad, grateful, and humbled that Luke chose to do that here. Everything had been so heavy up until this point, and I wanted to make it clear that this whole thing was never about woe is me, somebody tell me I'm pretty, I'm a victim. So on number eight, I wanted to share with you some of the things that have brought me the most joy in my life. Some of the good things that helped to make me who I am. Cartoons, science fiction, pro wrestling, and hip hop. It felt good to talk about the things that I'm passionate about, and it felt even better to know that I was still able to connect with people just by saying, hey, this is what I like. I was able to connect with Mojo, who's an adult who still watches cartoons, just like me, so he doesn't feel so weird and alone, just like me. I was able to strengthen my connection with Papa Dave through our shared passion for science fiction and what it means to both of us. I was able to connect with Jay Silver and Jim Vicious on what hip-hop means to me and people making unfair and ill-informed judgments on things that they think they know but really have no idea. The responses that I got on wrestling were far too numerous to name. Just know that the point is, we have far more similarities than a lot of us are able to recognize. That brings me to number nine. <laughs> on number nine, I took you to church. 
This was a pretty big one for me, but it was one that I needed to do. There's so much more that I could and should share about my spirituality and religious beliefs, but I wanted to start with my church experiences. I also wanted to let it be known that yes, I am a Christian. And I know that a lot of my friends who are listening to this right now are atheists who have little respect for Christians, Christianity, or anybody who follows any system of faith that differs from their own beliefs. I don't let the disrespectful comments bother me because I get where it comes from. I don't feel the need to argue with anybody about religion because what you choose to do with your soul means nothing to me. And what I choose to do with mine is my business. Besides, like I said, it's the one question that we all find out the answer to in the end anyway. Believe it or not though, I did get a decent amount of responses on that one. People saying how they were able to relate to my story. There are more people around us who follow a spiritual system of faith than any of us realized. Again, further reinforcing that we have more similarities than any of us realize. So anyway, that brings us up to right now. Reflecting on all those things have helped me to realize a few things. One, looking back and talking things through can help to give us a new perspective and understanding of the things that you've been through and the people in your life. Two, my friends are incredibly supportive even when I'm being whiny and difficult. And three, I'm gonna take a break from doing this for a while. I'm not done, not forever. Believe me, there's still a lot to talk about and I do plan to, but for now, I still want to hear from you. You can still email me at insearchofmylostsoul at gmail.com. I still encourage you to leave me a voicemail at 614-333-9276. I still want to hear your stories and your thoughts and feelings. Who knows, at some point you still might end up on an upcoming session. In Search of My Lost Soul. The time has come for bad things to win. The time has come for life to begin. The time has come for the yeah you should know none of this would have been possible without the help and support of yuck nasty and bobby blades thank you